some folks believe that there are set roles in nature, and that the extinction of one actor probably died as a result of saying that verboten word while performing in the Scottish play, leads inevitably to the role being filled by another creature understudy. As if the demise of T-Rex, for example, meant that some other seven-ton, toothy hunter would just step in. But there is no set cast of roles in nature, each just waiting for Mr., Ms., or Thing Right to step into the job. Rehearsals are Monday through Saturday 10A to 6P. Don't be late pointing out that what survived was largely a matter of luck, of what each species had evolved into by the time of the big event. If the earth is on fire, for example, a small creature has a chance to find underground shelter, whereas a brontosaurus might be able to stick its head into the ground, but not much else, and by when the megakiller infrared pulse generated by you know what sped across the planet turning the earth into the equivalent of a gigantic deep fryer and making all the exposed creatures and flora decidedly extra crispy. Black keeps us focused on one particular location, Hell Creek, in Montana, with bits at the ends of every chapter commenting on things going on in other, faraway parts of the world, showing that this change was global. When the impact devastates the entire planet, it makes much less sense to think of the specific landing spot as ground zero. It makes more sense to see it as a planet-wide event, which would make the entire Earth, planet zero. It was not the first major planetary extinction, or even the second. But it was the most immediate, with vast numbers of species being exterminated within 24 hours. I do not have any gripes other than wishing that I had had an illustrated copy to review. I do not know what images are in the book. I had to burrow deep underground to find the pics used here. I expect it is beyond the purview of this book, but I could see a companion volume co-written by, maybe, Ed Young, on how the microbiomes of a select group of creatures evolved over the eons. For, even as the visible bodies of critters across the planet changed over time, so did their microbiome. What was the inside story? Please feel free to use the title on how the vast array of bugs that make us all up changed over the millions of years, as species adapted to a changing macrobiome. I love that Riley adds bits from her own life into the discussion, telling about her childhood obsession with dinosaurs, and even telling about the extinctions of a sort in her own life. What glitters throughout the book, like bits of iridium newly uncovered at a dig, is Black's enthusiasm. She still carries with her the glee and excitement of discovery she had as a kid when she learned about dinosaurs for the first time. That effervescence makes this book a joy to read, as you learn more and more and more. Black is an ideal pop science writer, both uber-qualified and experienced in her field, and possessed of a true gift for storytelling. Also, the appendix is well worth reading for all the extra intel you will gain. Black explains, chapter by chapter, where the hard science ends and where the speculation picks up. Black incorporates into her work a wonderful sense of humor. This is always a huge plus. Pull up a rock in the Hell Creek Amphitheater. Binoculars might come in handy. An escape vehicle, maybe a TVA time door, of some sort would be quite useful. Get comfortable and take in the greatest show on earth, sorry Ringling Brothers, there literally has never been anything quite like it, before or since. The Last Days of the Dinosaurs, A Joy to Read, is one of the best books of the year. From the time life first originated on our planet over 3.6 billion years ago, it has never been extinguished. Think about that for a moment. Think through all those eons. 
The changing climates, from hothouse to snowball and back again. Continents swirled and bumped and ground into each other. The great die-offs from too much oxygen, too little oxygen, volcanoes billowing out unimaginable quantities of gas and ash, seas spilling over continents and then drying up, forests growing and dying according to ecological cycles that take millennia, meteorite and asteroid strikes, mountains rising only to be ground down and pushed up anew, oceans replacing floodplains replacing deserts replacing oceans, on and on, every day, for billions of years. And still life endures.